1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, we're blessed people because of who we are in Christ and because of all the wonderful things that He's made available for us in life. Things that belong to us as a result of what Jesus Christ did, that He shed His blood for us. God loved us enough to make every one of those things ours. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that we've done or deserved, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made available to us. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what those things are, like God wants us to do, and then accept that God himself wants them things to be in the lives of me and you, especially since Jesus bled and died for them to be received by me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got your Bible, which I invite you to turn to John chapter 10. We're going to begin right there. Well, we're going to continue talking about what we've been talking about up in here. And that is rightfully ours. Rightfully ours. Because God is coming to his church right now. And wants his church to be able to understand the things that are rightfully theirs so that they won't get in the way of receiving those things that are rightfully theirs. Because if you don't really understand these things are rightly for you, then you will not think it's right for you to receive what God has in store for you. But we ain't gonna have that problem. We ain't gonna have that affliction. Amen. Because we gonna have we, we, we're going to understand what God has for us. And we're going to understand that that's rightfully us. We ain't making him do nothing. We ain't trying to get him to do nothing. This is what he already has for me and you. So therefore, we ain't going to get in the way. We're going to let God be God and let him be a blessing to be in you. Because it's rightfully ours. Yes, it is. It's rightfully ours. John chapter 10, verse 10 is the foundational text that we will begin. We'll read that, do a brief review, move forward into the day stuff, which is going to bless you. Show sure up. I'm telling you it will do for you. Romans chapter. We in John chapter 10. I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. John chapter 10, verse 10. It reads like this. Letters in red, this is what Jesus said. Anybody know he ain't ever lied. Okay, I thought it would be more amens than that. Praise amen. God. Anybody here thinking Amen. Well, let me introduce you to the Lord. He is truth. He don't lie. Praise God. If he said it is so. Don't look at it and say no. This is what he had, this is what he says. John chapter 10, verse 10, it says. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's God's desire for you. That you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That's his plan for you. That you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Well, why is there a might? Because you got a choice in the matter. You can make a decision to receive what he has in store for you. You can make a decision to not receive what God has in store for you by making a decision to believe or not believe what he has in store for you or not doing the necessary things to be able to believe what he's got planned for you. Because sometimes God can do some things for you that's so great, so powerful, so awesome, so mighty that it's like hard to believe in the natural. Praise God. But see, we ain't stuck in the natural. We got the opportunity to enter into the supernatural. We got a chance to believe the word of God is true and just let God be God and do what he wants to do. And that's to be able to come through for you like he said he wants to do. We found out in the Amplified Version that it reads like this. He said, I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what God wants you to know that he got life to the full to the point that it overflow in the middle of your life to the point that you got more life than a little bit. Now, we didn't have more problems than a little bit. We had more mess than a little bit. God said, I want you to try now more life than a little bit to the point that you got life on overflow. Isn't that good? Praise God. But that's what he wants you to know. The living Bible puts it this way. He said, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. That's him his purpose God said Jesus said that's why I showed up here is to be able to make sure you have life in all its fullness you wait a minute there preacher Jesus Christ came in order to be able to save me and you Mm -hmm. so that you can bring you into the life that he has in store for you because salvation is step one in the process that he has in store for you salvation is but step one in the process of what he has in store for you that was to get you through the door now he want to get you so much more is anybody hearing me up in here I know it's already short-circuiting. Praise God. That was just to get you through the door. Now, it's so much more. That's why he said when you read it in the New Testament, in the dispensation of grace, when you read it in 3 John verse 2, he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. Who's he talking to? The folk that have already been born again. So, there's something else that he wants for them. That's not their end. Now, I want you to prosper, and I want you to be in good health. See, everybody in here, well, Most people up in here is already born again. Everybody say amen. So that means that your salvation is not what he's intending for you no more. Because you already received that. You already stepped through that door. Now he got something that's so much more for you after that. You weren't even eligible for this until you get that. But you got that. Now get this. And that is that he wants you to have abundance in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said he wants you to have abundance in your life. He wants you to have so much more in your life. Now that you've received a life, he said, because I am coming that you might have life and that more abundantly, which means there's a whole much more life that God wants to give you. There's a whole much more life that God has in store for you. And it's rightfully yours. We found out that the promises of God are already yea and amen in Christ. He's already said yea and amen to every man that's in Christ and every woman and man in Christ. He's already said yes to you. In fact, we found out that's an emphatic yes, like yes, the promises are yours and I'm going to do those for you yes, I'm going to come through because it's got an exclamation point on the end. It's emphatic that he said that he's going to do it for you. Now the question is, is is your yes going to match his yes? Because a lot of us say yes, but we be like, yeah. Yeah. He didn't say yeah. He said yes. Come on, let me hear you say it. Yeah, Yeah, man, you want it. This is yours. Say it's mine. mine. (laughs) Because you got to have an attitude that this is yours. So you listen to me because otherwise you'll just leave it on the table and won't think God is able to get that thing to you. But the thing that's in the way is not his ability, it's your receptivity to what he has in store for you. You got to believe it's trustworthy. You got to believe it's true. You got to believe that God really is sitting up in heaven looking for somebody through whom he can show himself strong, that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking for somebody through whom he can show himself mighty. Tell him, say, Lord, Lord, stop stop looking. looking. He He I is. Amen, amen. Because we're his. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Last time they got together, we started looking at the fact that you were selected to be, to be blessed by God. You were selected to be set out by God. That's the way we phrased it. Selected to be set out by God. Look at your neighbor say, you got chose. Mm-hmm, God chose you to be able to do what he wanted to do for you to satisfy you and bring you to full satisfaction in life. Like he wants to do, make sure you have enough, make sure he feels you make sure you're full of and have plenty of everything that he has in store for you. We found out that those who God wants to bless will be blessed. Show enough. He said, I will abundantly satisfy you to the point that we found out he's, that means he'll bathe you in blessings, You won't walk up to the washtub of blessings and then take some and put some on you, but you'll soak in those blessings and just let it cover you. Go up under the the blessings, come come up, spitting out blessings, praise God. Hallelujah, that's what God has in store for you. Why? Because his loving kindness has these exceeding great and precious promises already waiting on you to the point that you can step into the fullness of what God has in store for you. The fatness and the precious promises that he's got waiting on each and every one of you to the point that he said, I want you to drink from what I have for you. And we found out he wants to drown you in blessings because that's what that word drink means is drown. He wants to drown you in blessings. Anybody in here willing to, ain't willing to let God waterboard them from heaven in blessings? Praise God. I love you. God's going to waterboard us with blessings. Praise God. Woo, it's legal. Amen. Praise God. But, but we found out that that's based upon the fact that he's going to bring a light to you. He's got to bring a revelation to you that all this is true. Because if you don't really get a revelation that you can have it, if you don't really believe that you can have it, you will never have it. Not because it's not available, because you just don't see it. But I thank God that God don't just tell you what he'll tell you. He'll show you what you need to see so that you can be able to receive those things that he got in store for thee. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Because you've not only been selected to be set out by God, but you've been set up to be set out by God. You haven't just been selected to be set out by God. That's good. But you've also been set up to be set out by God. (laughs) First Corinthians chapter two. But he had to show it to you. Starting with verse nine. It says, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I got anybody in here that love God. Amen. Anybody in here didn't raise their hand? Praise God. Amen. Okay, I was just checking. Praise God. Amen. Because if you didn't raise your hand, I was going to say, you don't love God? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Praise God. You need to love God. Because God's God isn't stuff set up for the people that love him. He got it set up for them who love him. Read it again, read it again. Verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things that which God hath prepared for them that love him. I love y'all. That's why I I have prepared for you a message for today. I have prepared for you something that I wanted to say. I didn't wait for you to get here and then see that you're here and then try to put up something, put together something for you to hear. No, I had it prepared for you. I had cooked it in the back. I had it all set up for you. I had prepared it and put it all together just for you. I I I elaborately treated it so that you can be able to receive what God had in store for you. I bathed it in prayer so I can make sure I'm saying the right thing to you. I saturated you with it with love so that I can be able to bring you a word from above of what God has in store for you. Now I didn't know whether you was gonna show up, but I had it, you set up for what I got to say for you. And the same thing with God. God don't know whether you're going to set, show up and receive what he has in store for you. I, I apologize, Lord. I know you know everything. Praise God. Amen. But the point is, is that he prepared it for you, whether you show up or not. Just like I had it prepared, whether you showed up or not. If hadn't nobody sat here, I'd have preached it to the empty pew. And the angels would have been hollering, amen. Preach, young man. Because that's exactly what God said to you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. I don't need a full auditorium to be able to share what God has over you. Because I don't say what I say based upon the full, full fullness of the auditorium. I say what I say based upon the fullness of my heart. Out of the abundance of my heart does my mouth speak. And I've been filled to fullness with what God wants to speak. And he wants you to know I got prepared for you awesome things. Woo! Let's read it again. Let's read it again. Verse 9, as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Now this scriptural passage tells us that we don't know the magnitude of blessings that God already has prepared for us. We don't even know, don't even know the magnitude of blessings that God has prepared for us. God is saying that we haven't even seen with our own eyes the things that he has prepared for us. Those that love him. I got anybody here to love him. Amen. Well, you ain't even seen what God's got for you yet. You ain't even seen it. Not with your own eyes. Why? Because he got some things that's for you that you ain't even seen yet. Things that are rightfully yours. Our ears haven't even heard tell of the awesome things that God has prepared for us. Who love him. I got anybody in here to love him. Your ear ain't even heard yet what it is that God has in store for you. You done heard some stuff, but you ain't heard what he got for you. You done heard about what he did for other folk, but you ain't heard what he going to do for you. You don't let what they get to be the limit of what you can get because what they get might only been based upon their little faith. But you're going to have so much more faith. And you ain't even heard yet what God has in store for you. See, he said, I got these things prepared for you. That word prepared also translates provide and made ready. Provide and made ready. See, God has already prepared for us that which he wants to provide to us. Then we can't even think about, hear about, know about. He already got it prepared for you. God has already made ready things for me and you. That he wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. God said, I already got it made ready. Like, I had this message ready for you already. I was just sitting in the back. and said, man, I can't
0: wait to give it to him.
1: <clears throat> I hope they come through so I can get it to him. <clears throat> I was just in the back. I just praying, just saying, just thinking like, ah. Man, if somebody come, I can see the smiles on their face. I can see them licking their fingers <laughs> after they tasted this grace. I I, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait. I had to wait, but I couldn't wait. But when I came through, I was like, "Yeah, praise God!" As soon as I stepped through, she was talking about every praise to our God. I started to say, "Sound, praise God," because I got a mess. But you know, I understand what mess, what music is there to do. Praise God to prepare the heart to be ready. For, you can be ready. For, I say. And she was belting it out too, praise God. Hallelujah, she was belting it out. I was like, gone girl, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> she was making pa- straight the path that I could be able to walk through. So I could be able to share with you got, what God's got prepared for you. Things that are rightfully yours. Let me read it out of the 20th century New Testament. The 20th century New Testament, it renders it thus like this. Verse 9. It says, it is what scripture speaks of as... What I never saw, nor ear ever heard, what never entered the mind of man, even all that God has prepared for those who love him. He said, it, was, it is what scripture speaks of, as what I never saw, nor ear never heard, what never entered the mind of man, even all that God has prepared for those who love him. Think about that. There are things that are rightfully ours that God has prepared for me and you that are things that have never, ever entered our minds. Things that have never, ever entered our minds. So when you think of bless, you ain't even at the basement of what God's got planned for you. When you think about getting set out, you ain't even at the bottom level. You ain't even, you're looking up at the bottom of what God's got planned for you. Because what you decided ain't nowhere near what he decided. I, woo, glory. I remember, I remember, I remember when, you know, I'm still a father. I was going to say back when I was a father, but I'm still a father. Praise God. Hallelujah. When we was raising our children, praise God. And, and Christmas time would be coming near. And we would allow them to be able to give us a Christmas list. Praise God. That's back when they had catalogs coming through the mail. Anybody remember when, back when they had catalogs coming through the mail? Montgomery Ward, C.S. Roebuck, praise God, and all that kind of stuff. J.C. Penny, all of them had their little catalogs coming through. Well, praise God, my kids would go get them big, thick catalogs, and they go straight back. They pass the clothes, they pass all that. They go straight back to the toy section, praise God. And then they would begin to start, comm- they would commence to putting a list together of what they want for Christmas so they can let me and my wife and I know. In fact, my kids have always been industrious. They've been organized. They don't just say, I want this, 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 and this. They'll tell you what catalog it's in. They'll tell you what page is on. They'll tell you what the category the, 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 the category number of it is, what color they want it in, if it has a particular color, and stuff like that, and how many of them they want. They tell, and the price of it, too. They let you know everything. You ain't got to search for nothing. It's a, they already know. Because they had planned what they, would, what they considered would be blessed for them. They put their little list together. And then me and my wife, would, well, me and my wife, we'd accept the list, praise God, and we smile at them, praise God. They did know that the stuff that we had in store for them hasn't even entered their minds yet. We wouldn't limit it to what they say. we go set them out with what we wanted to set them out with. Might be one or two things on that list, but the most of the stuff wasn't even on that list. But then when they got there and saw what we had for them, Last thing on their mind was that list, because they saw we had something planned for them way better than what they had planned for themselves. God's got plan for you way better than what you think you want. What, what you think you want is to so be blessed. God's got way better. Look, you know, even say way better. way better. No, you got to buck your eyes. You got to buck your eyes. Way better. <laughs> way better stuff ain't even, even in your head yet. That means that there's things that God has already prepared for you that aren't even included in your thought process yet. You can't even thunk up what God's got you set up to be able to receive. I said, you can't even thunk up what God's got you set up to be able to step into. See, we haven't even thought up what God already set up to give to me and you. We ain't even thought it up yet. Things that are rightfully ours and already prepared for me and you. Let me read it out of the Weymouth English Bible. The Weymouth English Bible, it renders verse nine this way. It says, but as it is written, things which an eye didn't see, an ear didn't hear, which didn't enter into the heart of man, these God has prepared for those who who love him. These God has prepared for those who love him. What these? The things which an eye didn't see. You didn't even see it. Things that an ear didn't hear, you ain't even hear it. That doesn't mean it wasn't said, you didn't hear it. That didn't say it mean that you didn't see it. I mean, it wasn't there to be seen, you didn't see it. Why is that? Because many times we don't see things, hear things, because we don't even think we can have those things. So it just goes right past us. We, just, we don't pay no attention to that. We selectively hear things. We hear what we see that we're capable of receiving. We hear what we're capable of receiving. We can figure out how that can happen. But God said, I got some stuff for you. You can't even figure out stuff that you left out when it came past you. These are the things that I've got waiting on you. See, each of us have things that our heart desires. And one of us got things that our heart desires. These are things that are in our heart and we desire them. But scripture says that there are things that are rightfully ours that God has prepared for me and you. That are the things that haven't even entered our hearts yet. Things that are not our heart's desire, but they're God's desires. They're things that are not our desire, but there's God's desire. Now, the fact that it's not our desires don't mean it's not desirable. It's just that it just ain't in our heart yet. But God said, I got something that ain't even in your heart, but it's in my heart that I want to do for you. It ain't in your heart, but it's in my heart. Anybody here believe that God's heart bigger than yours? Anybody in here believe that God can fit more in his heart than you can? So your heart might be full of things that God can do for you, but God said that, please, that ain't even the exclamation point on the end, end of the paragraph of things that I got waiting on you. I got more waiting on you than you could ever think. It ain't in in your heart, but it's in my heart, and I want to do it for you. Why don't you let me empty my heart rather than you let me empty your heart? See, God wants you to let him empty his heart for you rather than him just provide what's in your heart for you because what is in your heart ain't even a part of what's in his heart for you. Well, how about this? I don't know how well you know God, but trust me. When I tell you that his heart's desire is better than your heart's desire, Believe it's true. His heart's desire is bigger than your heart's desire. It's better than your heart's desire. See, your desire is for a few new outfits, but his desire is a new house with a room specifically outfitted to store your new outfits. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing in God's Word the concept that there are things that are rightfully ours. I hope even more that you're being inspired to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. Well, if you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210 that's Eric code 210 785 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times on Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all of our senior saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to an exciting fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. It's called Age of Grace. Age of Grace is a monthly mature adult fellowship for saints ages 55 through 155 from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas. It's a monthly fellowship that meets the third Saturday of every month from 9.30 a.m. until around 12 noon, where our silver saints, our voting gang, and our platinum pack get together for food, fun, fellowship, periodic, inexpensive outings and day trips, and of course, the Word of God. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. If you need a ride, VIP Transportation Ministry is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. we we'll would be glad to come and get you. So, if you've been blessed by the Lord to reach the age of grace, that's age 55 through 155, and you're up for hanging out with some other saints your age, who love God, love the Word of God, and still love having fun and fellowship together too, then Age of Grace Fellowship at Word of Faith is the perfect fellowship for you. So come on through and bring some other word-loving, fun-loving saints who are in the Age of Grace with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. And by the way, if you're 156 years or older, don't tell nobody. Just call me up. I'll get you in. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend. Tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.